good evening. This is Colonel Reginald Fitzwilliams. Welcome to Gentlemen Debate. A program that provides a platform for men of character, both high and low, to discuss and debate topics that range from the most genteel to the utterly horrific. A gathering of both experts in certain circles and those who have just begun to explore the subtleties of intellectual conquest. Idiots. Here's the host for your program, Ethan McNeil. A man of discerning quality and despicable reputation. Thank you, Colonel, and welcome all to the Gentleman's Debate. This is our inaugural podcast, where we three gentlemen, Fizzywig, Cletus, and me, of course, debate the odd questions of the universe that we all have at some point in our lives. So I wanted to take a minute and let you know a little bit about what we discuss here in our little podcast. So the first segment of the show will be dedicated to the art of the debate. We have to pick up a topic to discuss and debate mattering on how interesting and rambunctious the topic is. All participants on the show are given around a half an hour to study up on the topic and become prepared with their position. Then for around 45 minutes or so, we will discuss and debate the topic with the hopes of coming up with a definitive position on the topic so everyone can rest easy in their beds at night. This primary segment is called A Topic for Debate. Then for the remainder of the show, we will introduce a secret topic. The topic will be phrased into a question that will almost always be completely ridiculous. After the question has been given, we will discuss the question for around 15 minutes or so with our great charm and wit of which we all don't have. This segment will be called, I Have a Funny Question. Now, before we get down to business, if you want to contact us, if you have any questions, we have an email at gentlemendebate at gmail.com. Or if you want to contact us on Twitter, we got one too. Hashtag Gentlemen's Debate. Once we get going, we would love to have some questions and feedback from you guys because it is really tough to come up with topics. Now we got that stuff out of the way, why don't we go over our co-host? Our gentleman in the room here, we have Fizzywig. Hello. And then we have Cletus. Hey there. And you got me, Ethan. So, why don't we tell the audience about ourselves? Uh, first, we'll go over Fizzywig. Well, um, first of all, I'm very glad to be here. I love debating uh, topics, uh, especially ridiculous topics. I'm a, a geek at heart. I like uh, science fiction and fantasy. Um, I also like sports, play some softball and volleyball. Um, that's about all for now. Yes. Welcome, Fizzywig, to the room. Thank now, let's go to Cletus. How about you? Well, I don't mind debating. Me and my friends do it in our spare time. We also like to play basketball, sit out on the beach and enjoy a nice day. We, I also really like competitive dog grooming. It's one of my favorite things to do. Competitive dog grooming. Very interesting. Welcome to the room. Why, why thank you. And... You might as well know me, Ethan. I, I've got some pretty cool hobbies. I like video games. I mostly jam out to indie music. I absolutely love debating. I go over, I have a debate group at the school I go to, but I came in this, this little group here. We made this together. It's going to be great. Um, so, 
now that we got that all taken care of, let's debate. I will not make age an issue of this campaign. I am not going to exploit my opponent's youth and inexperience. I knew Jack Kennedy. Jack Kennedy was a friend of mine. Senator, you're no Jack Kennedy. You mentioned the Navy, for example, and that we have fewer ships than we did in 1916. Well, Governor, we also have fewer horses and bayonets. That's what this campaign is about. It's not only what's your philosophy and what's your position on issues, but can you get things done? It's time for a topic for debate. Now that we have all that good and done, we're going to go to the topic of this debate. I have spent hours trying to find this topic. It is a very interesting topic. It has been thought of for centuries. So many people have argued about this, but it has never truly been answered. This topic at hand is if, if there was a fruit war, which fruit would be victorious? Mm. Which fruit would outlast the other fruit? Which fruit would win? Well, let me tell you, we're going to debate that today. We are going to have three arguments about what we believe of which fruit is going to be the winner of this great fruit war. So, let's go over some ground rules here. I'm going to explain to you what, how, what's, what goes down in our debates. So first off, each of us have our own position on what we believe about this debate, which right now it's the fruit war. And then we have our own arguments for what our position is about which supports what our claim was. My position is I believe the avocado is going to win. So I'm going to have my own arguments to show why the avocado would win. Is there any questions? Just have a couple of questions about the nature of fruit. And, uh, well, okay, first question. I have an assumption here, Ethan, this is Fezziwig talking, that the assumption is that the fruit somehow obtained sentience, they became aware and how the became how the fruit became aware is an issue for another day, right? But it was but aliens. It was aliens. Excellent. But these are self-aware fruit. Yes, very right. self-aware fruit. And now these. Now can they, oh, sorry. Go ahead, Cletus. Now, now can these people can can they can these fruit have weapons or are they just like no? Like they're just rolling over each other. So it's oh, like hand to hand combat. They don't have hands, so no. Fruit to fruit combat. Yes. And another question, is this just like one-on-one, like two, like one fruit, like in Game of Thrones, they have, um, you know, trial by combat. Is this just one fruit against another fruit, or is this like all, all of the, the race fruits. of a fruit? That would not be a war if it was not all the I fruits. see. So it's a fruit war. So it would be like all of the apples versus all of the oranges. Yes. All right. All right. I think but I instead have. instead of all the apples and, and all the oranges, all the, it okay. is all the fruits. All of the fruits. And you had mentioned an avocado, so I just want to make another clarification. So we looked up this definition earlier, and actually a nut is is considered a fruit. Yes. And is. and I just wanted to read, uh, if I may. No, you may post, not. Can I read the definition of no. a nut? <laughs> I'm going to read it anyways. A nut, <laughs> the, the official Webster's definition of a nut is a fruit consisting of a hard or tough shell around an edible kernel so it a nut is in fact a fruit and a fruit is and a fruit isn't always a nut but a nut is always a fruit so sorry so, which so confused me at first because yeah. 
Because it's called a nut. That's so true. I don't understand. Yeah, nut. Nut is also a fruit. Is that established that we can use nuts in this fruit war? <laughs> no. The male genitalia is not. You cannot use that in a battle. Darn it. <laughs> I have to I'm change sorry. my topic now. <laughs> Wait a minute. Um, oh, and I have one last ground rule question, um, Ethan. Can fruits have allies in the war? Like, no. for example. No, all fruits, they all fight other fruits. There's no allies here. It is so the, everybody so against fruits, everybody. I got you. So it each is fruit is aligned fruit. with their fruit and just their fruit. Like all apples fight together, all bananas. Yes. So a pineapple couldn't like build an allies with tomatoes where the tomatoes would be like thrown in the other fruit's eyes and the no. pineapple. Oh. Every every fruit class for itself. Yes. Yes. What? You're not really allying somebody up if a pineapple is throwing a tomato at somebody and the tomato kind of dies in the process. That doesn't really sound like an ally. <laughs> well, that's true. But he also can't use the tomato as a weapon, right? There's no weapons. No, well, no, he can use the tomato as a weapon. Why? I don't see why not. Oh, there's just no external weapons. Yes, there's no external weapons. Other fruits as weapons. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, sorry. I'm, I'm good with the ground rules. All right, so any other questions? Nope. Fezziwig is all set. I'm all good. right. Why does Fezziwig have... have so many damn questions? <laughs> yeah, why do you, Fezziwig? I just want to make sure as I trounce you guys in this debate with my facts that you won't argue later about my, uh, by the rules of the game. We are debating a fruit war. Okay. Sorry. All right. It is time to begin the debate now. Everyone's going to explain the position first, and then we would give our arguments. So, if you haven't already heard me once, I believe the avocado would win. Now it is Fizzywig's turn to explain his fruit. Fizzywig? I personally believe the coconut would win. No one will defeat the coconut in this war. That's my position, and I'm sticking to it. Uh, Cletus. Uh, now you said we could use nuts, right? Yes. Oh, what about the the male the male genitalia nut? <laughs> Don't go there, Cletus. This is gentlemen's debate. Uh, Gentlemen. Well, I, I got. To, all right, well, you do obviously hmm. want to be very gentle all with right. the nut. All right. So I'd like to start off here. All right. You may. So go. I looked at all the fruits, right? And I looked. I I started with with some weak fruit. I was like apple, tomatoes, and bananas. That those are soft. You anything hard hits that. It's gonna it's gonna get smashed and obliterated everywhere, right? So I went with the black walnut because I had I had a tree in my backyard when I was growing up, and and I saw I swear there was millions of them there. You're gonna go with the black walnut? Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the black walnut. That's just right. not the key. Yeah. Uh, all right. Now that we have stated our positions. We will begin an open discussion debates by stating our arguments, and I will begin. I believe avocado has the best idea of war tacticals here, because the avocado, it's got a nut inside of it. You see that nut? It's huge. It's really hard to break. That's why people cut it out before eating the avocado, and it can survive tons and tons of weight put on it. <coughs> it can't even crack that nut. It can only be broken by high-velocity force. 
That that nut is so powerful, it cannot even be cracked by a sledgehammer. So let me tell you, this nut, if it if the outer shell gets destroyed, well, that avocado can live on by spreading its seed and regrowing itself across the nation. It's gonna it's gonna make lots of avocados. This is a war of attrition we got here. The more resources you have, the more manpower you have. If you don't have any of those, you're dead. This is truly why the avocado is the greatest of the fruit. And it will survive the war. Now, Fizzywig's position. <laughs> my argument? My yes. argument for why the coconut would trounce the avocado? Yes. All right. Well, first of all, right out of the gate, I believe that coconut would win an extended conflict and could not be, and also couldn't be defeated in the short term because its husk is virtually impenetrable, more so than any other fruit. It's a well-known fact that the, um, and I'm, I'm quoting my sources here, that um, it takes 742 pounds per square inch to crack open a coconut. And this was, uh, a, and in a study done in Queensland, New Zealand, by ah the, yes, the New Zealanders. Were each creditable? Yes, it was a it was a re, it was research done um, by the the Technical Research Institute of Sweden and the University of Malaysia. They said that in twelve weeks they monitored coconuts while they were rotting on the ground, and they they lost less than one percent of its mass. And they compared it to a macadamia nut, which over the same time lost two percent of its mass. And um, I believe their findings were that. No um, fruit or nut decomposes slower than the coconut. And it's virtually impenetrable when you apply that amount of force to crack open a coconut. So the only way that they said you could, um, uh, for the coconut to decompose quicker or rot faster, would be um, if there was a hole in the coconut. So it is virtually impenetrable and it lasts forever. Ah, I see. That's that's my argument. My, it's, I, a coconut I, is a pretty tough nut to crack. I only have one question. Yes. Why did they research this? Well, that's... Why did it, New Zealand and Malaysia do this? Why? Well, the, so that is a very interesting question. Um, apparently, it was for the purpose of wood protection. Wood protection? Yes. Coconuts. Yes. A seemingly no. environmental study was very relevant when is when exploring fruit wars, but I, I'm I can't lie to you. I think it's it was a complete waste of time. How many now? How many pounds pounds per square inch does it take to crack open a well a coconut? I actually got my facts a little cross there. It actually takes one thousand four hundred pounds per square inch to break one open, and and on a hmm. side note. Um, and the reason I said 742 pounds per square inch, if you explain, if you were, if you were to expand the war outside of fruit into and outside of humans, there's this thing called the coconut crab, and it's got the most bone crunching pinchers of any animal, and they call it the coconut crab because it's supposed to break open coconuts. Ah, uh, yes, the greatest predator for the coconut. The greatest predator for the coconut is the coconut crab, and but the Smithsonian Institute did a check. And the coconut crab is what produces 742 pounds per square inch of crushing power with its claws. But 
the coconut takes 1,400. So it would take two coconut crabs working in tandem to crack open a coconut. And, oh, and I, I see. I'm not sure oh. where I was going with that, but my argument is it's a coconut is impenetrable in the short term and over time. All right. So my argument, my argument, right? So black walnut, right? So I, I grew up and I had a big black walnut tree in my backyard. And hundreds of black walnuts would fall on the ground each time. And you, you, those things are hard. I don't know how many pounds of force it takes to break one open, but those things are hard, right? Very hard. In fact, the one that happened, I whipped one at my sister, and her eyes went crossed for 30 minutes. I don't know how it happened, but it happened. Now, those, those, things, are, those things are hard. And how, how, many, how many coconuts are on, on, a, on a pond, on one of them trees that grow coconuts? Like 12, right? Or some, somewhere around there. There's hundreds. So n- number two, number two uh, mass radius here. You could throw a coconut. You could throw hundreds of walnuts at one coconut, and eventually <clears throat> it would crack. You, you, the walnuts could throw themselves at the coconut, and eventually that coconut would crack and be faulted. And then those, co- those walnuts can live on in, in future, future battle. See another battle. So are you saying that an endless supply of walnuts just bouncing off a coconut would eventually crack the coconut open? Yes, because there's hundreds of walnuts. Manpower is always a key in war. Uh, overwhelming numbers versus... Because uh, there's, there's not that many coconuts on a one tree, and you could have like 100 walnut trees, and you'd have 100,000. Do you have cold, hard facts to back up that statement? Yes, uh, it says right here that. Right that, where? What? What are your on. references? Hold, hold on here. I'm googling it as we speak. The coconut to black walnut ratio on planet Earth. All right. All right. It says it says right here on on the Googles <coughs> that about one to about one thousand two hundred to two thousand pounds of walnuts are on a tree. Per, per tree, there's 1,000 to 2,000 pounds of walnuts per tree. That's it's pretty. That's uh, that's a lot. So that that's what, that's where I'm getting my facts from, and that is from. <laughs> well, how many how many walnuts are on the on the uh, earth? Or I'm sorry, how many coconuts are on the earth? All right, hold on. Okay, let's and uh, and cite your sources. Google is not a source. It's profit, an profitable flint planets dot net. Ah. Okay. What is the number? All right. There is about there's about less than thirty per tree. So per tree ratio here, there's a lot more. Uh, a lot more. Okay. Approximately how many coconut palm trees are on the earth? Well, you might have me there. There seems to be a lot more black walnuts than than coconuts. Yes, and overwhelming manpower. But what's what is the? Um, and walnuts are hard. They're hard. They're hard as rocks. What is the um, pounds per square winch to crush open a black walnut? Well, you see, the walnut has two, three layers, basically. There's a hard outside shell. There's an inner shell. All right. Well, so just bring it down a latch, Cletus. There's, there's, three, there's three layers to a black walnut, you see. And the first layer is a hard outer shell that takes 350 uh, foot-pounds break per inch and then there's an inner shell that takes 250 and then the, the nut I, i'm not it doesn't doesn't specify the inner nut the actual nut itself to crack 
Uh, yes, it does not specify the internet. And the website does not specify. Probably, probably not that much. Does anywhere it state the pounds per square inch to crack one of those suckers open? All right. I, I, I just I, said I, that. Right. I just I said that. 350, 350 foot pounds. Once for one of them, and then 250 for the other. But overwhelming uh, manpower will eventually defeat the coconut. Yeah, because if you think right, 1,400 for a for I don't know if these ratios are accurate, but it's essentially four black wall four times as hard as a black walnut. So both of you are saying a very fat man could break the walnut and the coconut. Now wait a minute. We went over the ground rules. Humans are not included in this. One, I know, right? but we're going over math ratio here. So we large we gotta, humans. We got. We got to get yeah. the. We got to get the weight here. We got to get the weight amount. Well, we just need to compare coconuts and black walnuts. Fat men have nothing to do with it. Of course they don't. But we need to give. <laughs> we need to. We what? But but listen to me very carefully. We need to Analogies? compare it to something. And the closest thing. And the closest thing to a walnut is a very fat man. Well, putting aside the onslaught of black walnuts to coconuts, um, I would like to um, I would like to bring another point, uh, if I could, another point of order. Um, apparently, the coconut is also less susceptible to to high um, temperatures. So, for example, um, uh, a flamethrower on a coconut versus a flamethrower on a black walnut. Apparently, a coconut can withstand temperatures, extreme temperatures, where a black walnut is susceptible to uh Yeah, but we said, we said no, no external weapons. Uh, so that doesn't matter. Well, what if there's a forest of... We should check to see how many fires impact walnuts versus coconuts. Because if there was a, a global event and there was a lot of heat... I think that the number of black walnuts would would be reduced. Well, but in a battle situation. Oh, so in a battle let's, situation. let's say it's like World War One. So like, so like there's line, one trench and then there's two trenches, right? There's one trench on one side and there's another trench on the other side. Like if the overwhelming force of the walnut would eventually overcome the coconut because of sheer numbers. That that's what my that's my argument. So uh, it, just just to to state too. Uh, so I can distract you for a moment while I collect my 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 argument. Um, if you go onto YouTube, there there are YouTube videos of flamethrowers against bananas, flamethrowers against macadamia nuts, and flamethrowers versus black walnuts. Actually, I, I'm lying about the last one, but there are no videos of flamethrowers versus coconuts. You can't find them because you can't you can't burn a, a uh, a coconut with a flamethrower. Where's the evidence to support how, that? How come there's no, no videos against against flamethrowers versus black walnuts? Because I yes. can't find one. Where's the mean, evidence to support does that? that mean, does that mean black walnuts are also <laughs> in fire? So, so I, I think we could all agree, and it's very reasonable to conclude that the banana would be the worst in this conflict. Yes, bananas yes. would just go splat. A yeah, black walnut and a coconut would just go Banana has like a leather-like exterior for armor, but the innards would be crushed by any sort of black walnut or coconut force. And I think a tomato would be in a similar situation. So yes, I, think I, I agree with you. 
So I think based on that, we've established that the coconut is definitely the the the, the winner in the fruit war. Am I correct? No, no, I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. Now let me tell you, this is not only a war of how powerful the nation is, as shown by the Soviet Union against the Nazis. If a fruit war happened, it would be the same way. We must compare the two. So, overall, are you saying that a coconut is a Nazi? Yes. All right. So, but anyway, if there was a war, the coconut obviously has the technological advantage here. But you're thinking, not thinking <coughs> about the sheer advantage of manpower the avocado has over the coconut. We haven't we heard from the avocado camp all yet. Of this the sheer numbers of the avocado would rampage into the coconuts. They would be out overwhelmed. So, now this is a war of technology, but it is also a war of attrition and manpower. Now, obviously, the coconut has the superior technology, but it does not have the superior manpower. The avocados is at 10 million avocados being grown in the entire world right now. And there's only 6 million coconuts getting grown in the world right now as well. So as you can see, there's 10 million avocados and there's only 6 million coconuts. Where are you so getting these facts million. from? Oh, this is from Michigan University was the avocado org, And the other one was the world economics over nature.com. Now, as you can see, the 4 million avocados is way more than the 6 million coconuts. So the sheer numbers of avocados would trample over the small numbers of the coconut. It would overwhelm them, and nothing would stand to gain except the coconuts. I mean, the avocados. <laughs> Wait a minute. So I think, I think you're overlooking one thing, because we're talking about now, I think we've established our combatants. We've established the black walnut with Cletus over there. Cletus has been very quiet. We've established that the avocado is the other combatant, and then the coconut. I, I do contest that the coconut would be able to just hide inside of its husk, and it's the slowest decomposing nut on Earth. And going back to my Malaysia-Sweden survey, that it, over 12 weeks, the coconut only lost less than 1% of its mass. So if the, if the coconut just laid there and let the black walnuts and avocados attack it, they would have to break through that that shell. Um, now, granted, that's a lot of avocados and a lot of black walnuts. But wouldn't the black walnuts and the avocados turn on each other because they could not be allied in this war against the coconut and eventually wipe each other out where the coconut would be safely intact with such a small decomposition ratio? See, no. I think the black walnut would just start going ham because there's so many of them. They could just start attacking the walnuts. I mean, attack, attacking the, the avocados, attacking them, them coconuts, attacking everyone, you know? You attack, well, how, many, um, how many avocados are there versus, well, we've established there's, how many, um, Ethan, 6 million avocados? Six, 6 million coconuts, and there's 10 million, no, well, no. 10 million avocados. Yeah, how 10 many million black, avocados. How, gotcha. how many black walnuts? Tell me. Yeah, there's 10 million avocados. I have how no many, idea. How many I've black checked. walnuts are on the earth? All right. According to ProfitablePlanets.net, there's approximately 50 acres of black walnut farms. And no one knows how many trees there are, but 
each tree produces 1,200 to 2,000 pounds of black walnuts. So that's a lot of walnuts. And this is just one farm. That's the only, there is no really defined answer. All they know is there's a ton. Well, let's do some quick math here. 54 trees per acre times 54, 58 acres. 1,200 to 2,000 pounds per tree. Okay, so I'm going to I'm going to do the average 1600 1654 trees per acre times 58 acres. I'm coming up with there's the, the avocado is the higher amount. Times 1600 that's 5 million pounds of black walnuts on a single farm in apparent apparently. Ish. Oh, that's that's not very good. That's that's a lot. That's a lot of black walnuts. I'm telling you now, that is so much black walnuts. That's what I'm telling you. You, you just overwhelm, overwhelm any fruit. Somebody, somebody, check my math there. So there's. Oh, I'm not very good with math now. So so 54 trees per acre times 58 acres. Whoa. Is 3,132 trees. Times twelve hundred to two twelve hundred to two thousand. So this I just is starting to sound like there's a lot of black walnuts. I just put it at sixteen hundred pounds per tree. So three thousand one hundred and thirty-two pounds times sixteen hundred. That's five million pounds of black walnuts for just that one farm. That was the average per black walnut farm. So that's that's a lot of black walnuts. That is that is a bit of black walnuts. So can the avocado? Is there any data that we? No, no. Let, let me not. Let's not get people confused here. Black walnuts are basically just your average walnut. They're just most walnuts are the walnuts just the walnuts you small. find in store are just black walnuts. So the, so walnuts are. Husk. So we need to find out how much more common walnuts are than avocados or coconuts. Yes, walnuts are. Thing is, walnuts are small, and then dem's easy to produce. So. Never know. I see. So we didn't even start to talk about the macadamia nut. No. I can tell you this much. There is a lot of macadamia nuts. I can actually give you this amount because I actually researched this a bit. But I found the macadamia nuts are are pretty easy to crush. Yeah, they're quite easy. But still, it's 300 pounds. You'd have to crack the macadamia nut. This is also from Michigan University. .com.org.com. So now, let me tell five, you. Oh, sorry. There's over 50 million macadamia nuts around today. There's so many that they will uh, overwhelm the coconuts and the black walnuts as well. Well, according but, to the Budrum Ginger Corporation, and this comes out of the Sun Coast, Sunshine Coast Daily News... Unlike lesser nuts, like the peanut or the pistachio, which can be opened with minimum effort, it takes some serious manpower to extract a macadamia from its shell. And they also confirmed your 300 pounds pressure per square inch. Um, the coconut is at 1,400 pounds per square inch. So I think we need to determine what it takes to crack a black walnut open. And... Um, 
They had two, those nutcrackers. 200, 250 foot-pounds per square inch. Ah. Are you telling me those those crapper little those little nutcrackers at Christmas, they generate 250 pounds of pressure? Probably, yeah. Now, I ain't no nutcracking expert but here, but, um, <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't think they do. All right. Avocado, I believe, will reign supreme over all of yours. But if the black and... All right, well, uh, let's get into a battle situation here. Let's say we each are on three ends of battle, and all of our entire manpower was running at each other. Who would end up victorious there? Obviously the avocado. Well, let's see how many how many walnuts would it take to to to, to burst one coconut? Let's see here. So you'd I, have to do weight. You have to you'd have to have at least fourteen hundred pounds of walnuts, but they have to be applied under pressure. You can't just have walnuts bouncing off harmlessly off of a coconut shell. And an avocado has its fleshy exterior that would be you know. Um, and I guess we didn't even talk about biology here. Like, is an avocado dead when it gets smushed and its seeds inside? Is the seed itself the combatant, or is it the fruit itself? Obviously, they're both the combatants. So if the avocado got smushed... avocados. So if you wanted... You had your analogy to a fat man, so let's do an analogy to a soldier in war. If a soldier in war gets his exterior smushed, he can no longer fight. So if an avocado's exterior is smushed, how is it going to fight? Walnuts and coconuts have armor, baby. They got you are armor. not thinking about this clearly, because a soldier does not have another tiny soldier inside of him. <laughs> <laughs> an that's, avocado that's a good does. Point. Now but, let me tell you, the avocado. Well, is it the is it the seed just the? It releases its tiny soldier. Yeah, isn't the seed, like, isn't every avocado pregnant with a baby avocado? Yes, but that baby so, avocado was battle hard. No, no, the go. seed is just like the, the, the nuts of, oh, like, on a the person. the seed is the offspring. The seed's the offspring. Yes. So it's like, it's so if a soldier is, avocado. so if a soldier is pregnant, he could have a little baby inside of him, or her, I should say her, um, which yeah. would be the seed. But if you kill the soldier... The little baby can't go on and fight the war. The baby has to grow up before it can become a soldier. I would I would argue the same as for the avo- the seed inside the avocado. So if you smush an avocado, it cannot continue to fight. Not technically, till... because the macadamia nut stays inside the avocado until the avocado dies. Wait a minute. There's a macadamia nut inside the avocado? Wait a minute. Sorry, I'm getting the wrong nuts messed up. <laughs> no. Now, last time I checked now, there ain't, no, there ain't no other nut inside this avocado. <laughs> There's, There's a, a seed. seed inside of the avocado. What? It would reign supreme. So There's let's go seed? back. Let me read you the definition of a nut. A fruit consisting of a harder, tough shell around an edible kernel. And I'm assuming Obviously, that edible seeds. kernel is its seed that would then, its offspring, if you will, that could grow into an adult nut. Or yes. And I don't know if an avocado Who is Who says now. that baby cannot fight? Ethics. <laughs> there's avocado ethics i don't think it's a matter of heart like if the baby wants to fight i think it's a matter of capability the baby right out of the womb has to learn to function before i didn't know fight. avocados had wombs well they have a they have a seed in the middle of them 
I didn't know fruit had intelligence until this I think finished. the whole avocado is a, is basically a womb. The large seed inside is to grow more avocados. Yes, that's a good point. Yes. Now, I really think that we're overlooking the walnut and the coconut here. Like, let's do let's do a drop test here. So let's say a height of ten feet, each fruit was dropped onto the other fruit. Each fruit would be destroyed, except for the coconut. Now, let's say their whole population was dropped onto one another's population. So, however many, like 10 million avocados onto 60 million <coughs> coconuts, or a bazillion walnuts dropped onto a, a bunch of coconuts, who would win in that aspect? Because I feel like that's what this fruit war would end, end up being. Well, let's just do a the big drop test. To answer that question, let's go through a process of, event, of elimination. First of all, the avocados would just be just blasted all over the place. They would be guacamole no, at that point. No, because there would be so smushed. many of the avocados. Yeah, that, the avocados lose here, man. No, just, the avocados would win. The, the avocados themselves, as they hit the coconuts and the blast walnuts, they're going to incur damage as well. They're going to be smushed. Of course they are, but the seed inside will survive. But the, <laughs> but the seed cannot continue the fight. Yes, it can. The avocados lost. Let's just begin with this. Start with that. The seed no. inside of the avocado is not a fruit. It's a seed to make more avocados. The seed, my friend, is not the fruit. Yes, the All avocado right. loss. All right, now All let's right. get out of the coconuts. The coconuts versus I yield. the coconuts versus the walnuts. So, unfortunately, I think with the amount of black walnuts compared to the amount of coconuts, I have to concede the coconut as well because the, the sheer volume of, of black walnuts. I still think there's a strong chance the coconut could um, live to fight another day. They could just go into hiding, and they're a very tough nut to crack. So the and black Ethan, walnut I, wins. So, well, but Ethan, I will give you this: if we were saying seed, seed against seed, if this was a seed war as opposed to a fruit war, the Obviously avocado, the avocado would win. The avocado is just overwhelming in its numbers, but you know, and. And I think at the end of the war, the black walnuts would have a lot of guacamole to 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 celebrate with. I still feel like the avocado would win. <laughs> so do uh, how does this work? Do we have to do our closing statements and then we each vote on? Uh, yes. On a, yes. And see if we yes. can rest easier. We at cannot night vote on each other's. And I, I will say this: we we each. You mean we picked... cannot vote on ourselves? Oh, you yeah, can't vote on, on yourself. Ah. No. How, how do the rules work, moderator Ethan? All right, so if everyone agrees that somebody has won, because... You can't vote on yourself. Best two out of three. Yeah, you if can't, there's you disagreement, can't vote on yourself. We'll do it from there. All right. Wait, one more we, thing. Should we do final arguments? Everyone uh, has a, a closing final statement. statement. Yep. Final All right, statement. I got this. Avocados are the greatest fruit ever. They can never be beaten by any of those other puny fruits. All right, my closing statement is, walnuts are hard, they hurt, make your sister go cross-eyed, no, never live that day down. You get, you get blamed for it every, every Thanksgiving dinner. Again, it's like, the, why, why do we have to have you, son? You, you, you done gun messed up your sister when she was 12. Look at you, you ruined her life. Yeah, the black walnuts are, are good. That, that's all I have to say. Both very strong arguments, gentlemen. Very strong. Well, well said as well, I must say. Um, but the coconut is a is a power in nature. 
It is, it is large. It has the hardest husk on earth. And even in volume, I think it could withstand an onslaught of, of the puny avocado or the uh, hard but tiny black walnut. And that's all I have to say for my closing statement. All right, let's start voting. Shut up, you foul peasant. <laughs> I will throw you in the ditch. I'm kidding. All right, on to the winning of the debates. We will all vote on who we believe has won. We cannot vote on ourselves. And as well as if the majority rules it, whoever has the majority wins. All right, on to the voting process. Who do you believe has won, Fizzywig? I must go with, although the argument, uh, the closing statements were a little weak, I have to agree with Cletus that the black walnut in the fruit war would be victorious. Uh, thank you. Thank you, Fizzywig. All right. Cletus, who do you believe has won? Now, I'm going to have to go with simply, simply the coconut. It's just too hard. Sign back going... up to you. You are yes, the tie-breeding vote, Ethan. Shut up, peasants. The tie-breeding right. vote. Peasants, shut up. <laughs> all right. I will speak of the, the winning debate here. Of course, we're all gentlemen here to precisely vote on without interruption. We shall vote upon the black walnut. I believe that has won. Oh! I have something to say. It's rigged. This whole thing is rigged. It's all rigged by the avocados. Ha ha. Oh, wait a minute. We didn't make ourselves win. The only thing that I had to say was I'm thank you. Thank you, gentlemen. This, although it's small, this is the first victory I've ever had in my entire life. My family is going to be proud. that I that I've, came out victorious today. Cletus. We have proven that black walnuts are victorious. Congratulations. Cletus, congratulations, sir. You are a worthy opponent in this in this war against the this war of the fruit. Yes. All right. Now that we have concluded our main event, we I shall will, get Ethan, on... may I say something? I yes. will rest easier tonight knowing that the black walnut is the the toughest of, of fruits, and we will put this on our permanent record, won't we? Sure, yes. Debate number one. I'm just kidding. Yes, of course. Walnuts. Now, on to our final segment. I have a funny question. Mr. Zuckerberg, would you be comfortable sharing with us the name of the hotel you stayed in last night? Um, uh, no. You drank on weekdays, yes or no? Uh, in the summer, when we went over to Timmy's house on July 1st, that would indicate yes. Yes, in other words, that, that July 1st reference to skis, went over for skis, that's brewskis, correct? And after Tobin's... Sir, sir, I just need a yes or no. That brewskis, right? Well, I need to explain in context. I, I'm not a fan of the government doing anything, but I've got to ask, why isn't the government doing anything? Maybe this ag jobs bill would help. I don't know. Like most members of Congress, I haven't read it. And now, onto the final segment of the program. I have a funny question. On to the next and final segment of our debate. It's a little segment called I Have a Funny Question. It's where I, the host, will ask these co-hosts a question. 
where they will discuss it as well as me, but they do not know what the question is. They don't have any research. They don't know anything about it. I only know, but I have not researched this as well. So, are you two ready? Yes. Cletus? Yep. All right. So the question is, if God could get rid of anything, what would that be? So who wants to start off the conversation? Who has the first idea? What was the question? (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. All right. right. I was daydreaming. I'm sorry. All right. All right. Let me really restart. He was throwing walnuts at his sister. (laughs) We don't talk about that. I'm a disappointment. (laughs) All right. Good job, Cletus. Let me tell you the question again. Ask you the question. No. I'm not asking him a question. I'm t- I, already, I already asked that. Tell him that question. <laughs> I'm telling him. If God could get rid of anything, what would that be? And by the oh, way... It would definitely be me. If God could get rid of anything. Anything. Please, just what are you doing? <laughs> oh, he's thinking. I'm thinking. What is my answer? My answer to the question. Ah, ah I got it. Toyota made trucks. They're just no good. <laughs> Toyota made trucks? Yes. Uh, um, God, in fact, creates Toyotas because God created the people that created the Toyotas so God could undo the Toyotas. But would he undo the people that made the Toyotas or just the Toyotas the people made? Just the Toyota. It's just the Toyota company. He'd, black, he'd, he'd undo them. So he'd make those people do something else, like harvest walnuts or something. Yes. Yep. I like it. Fizzywig, what is your answer to the question? Uh, well, my answer would have to be, if God could undo anything that he created, I'm going to say compound interest. That's terrible. I hate compound interest. God. I love compound interest. It's funny. <laughs> Well, it, it can work for you or against you. It all so, works for me. It doesn't work against me. So you can't tithe your ten percent if you're if you're paying them credit cards. Well, if you're paying credit hey. card companies with compounds. All right, I I'm not no I'm not no Einstein, but I'll tell you, I I'm driving down the street in my rent in, in my F one fifty, my big old F one fifty, and we're talking about wonderful things. Wonderful things. Boats, cars, women, beautiful things that I don't want to be interfered with. And then I look next to me on the highway and I see a Toyota truck. That just ruins my day. <laughs> I pull up next to the guy. I said, roll, roll your window down. It's a little windy. And I said, and I says to the guy, hey, why, why do you got to ruin my day without that hibbinagak? <laughs> so do you said, pray? Uh, Cletus, I, I have a question for you. This is Fizzywig. Um, do you pray every night to God to undo the Toyota truck? I no, I I actually don't do that, but I really wish it could happen. So, it's so Ethan, what is your answer to the to the question? All right, to get rid of something out of anything in the world, it would have to be anime. Anime. Now I, I don't think I don't think of anything of the anime is that bad. But whenever I look into their eyes, because now, it is horrifying. Just look in their 
obviously huge eyes they are going to suck your soul out of your own body. And so they never now, blink. They just I have stare a question at you all for both the time. Of you. Cletus doesn't like Toyota. You don't like anime. What do you guys have against the Japanese? Wait, ho, 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 ho. I didn't say I don't like anime. I said, I said. Ho, 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 hold up here. I never said I didn't like the Japanese. They have some pretty good stuff. They they invented Shushi, for example. They got the shine. <laughs> they got the. Uh, yeah. They sushi. invented Sushi. Yeah. Sushi, yes. Okay. They also invented samurai, which is absolutely glorious, and their history is absolutely amazing. Like, seriously, they have yes. eras. Except when they bomb Pearl Harbor. I, I, don't talk about that. Now, let me tell you why the anime needs to be gone. If you stare into their non-blinking eyes, they're huge. They're going to stare you right to death. They're going to steal and absorb your soul because they never blink. There is no end to their evilness. Now, just sleep. Now I saw, I saw. I mean, I mean, my friend saw some of them, the new fangled anime on the internet, and he said it was pretty good. <laughs> which, good which ones are the good ones? The ones with gonna... the with the octopuses. I... <laughs> are you, I believe that is called the, hentai. The tentacles. Uh, yeah, my friend says those are good. So, Ethan, I have a question for you. Are, are you, um, against all types of anime? Or there's, like, um, I can definitely understand, like, Pokemon and Dragon Ball Z and the, they uh... stare into your soul. They, oh, they, do, they do blink a lot, and they don't have a lot of movement. But I think that is just because of the... The cheap production value of certain anime. Ah, you see, you're calling them cheap as well. (laughs) (laughs) So with all the bad things in history, with all the bad things in history, like (laughs) Hitler and volcanoes and... You want to know what caused Hitler? (laughs) No, I personally think Toyota trucks are worse than Hitler. (laughs) All of the people back then to put them under their control and cause great world wars and events to occur. Mao Zedong, that was caused by anime. Hitler. Mao Mao Zedong? What's Mao Zedong? The communist dictator of China. Anime caused communism? Yes. Oh. So of all the things in history, God would undo anime and Toyota cars. Yes. I I don't know much about history. All I know is... All I know is... uh, Toyota cars, they're not good. Now, explain to us why anime is better than compound interest. Try to explain that. Compound interest um, has caused much pain throughout time. The the banks, which I'm which I'm sure banks fund Toyota trucks and anime. The banks that um, have been taking advantage of people for years, sucking them, bleeding them dry, where anime just brings joy, mostly, except for some of the weird stuff. And Toyota Drucks... Brings joy, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I I will say Toyota Drucks would probably cause some pain on American auto workers, but um, I I don't even know where to go. (laughs) (laughs) I I think we could agree that... Anything that God would undo would probably be a very personal uh, choice to each person because they each have their own bias of what they would want God to undo. 
Um, so like Cletus there clearly has issue with uh, uh, vehicles that are uh, not domestic. And you, uh, Ethan, have issue with unblinking cartoons. And uh, I don't like um, uh, banks charging people money causing pain. So is it a, is it a very personal uh, uh, answer to the question of what would God undo in his creation? No. There's thousands among thousands of people who agree with me. <laughs> God needs to get rid of anime. In one lightning bolt, he takes out all anime all at once. Yes. Well, no more Pokemon. Out of the three of us, bolts. I don't agree with you. And I think it is personal. Toyota <laughs> trucks, they, I just don't like them. <laughs> <laughs> so what if, what if you... Cletus, I have a question for you. What if you ran into somebody when you're driving on the road in your F-150 that said, hey, I wish God would get rid of F-150s. What, what would you say to that person? I don't know. What, what what truck does he have? What truck? Oh, I don't know if he has a truck. He just he just wants God to get rid of F-150s. He believes that F-150s are evil. I'd look him straight in the eye, touch him on the shoulder, and say, you think in Satan's thoughts, son. God <laughs> created three good things in this world. One of them is Ford, the second one is guns, and the third one is women. <laughs> Those three things are perfect, and God Reverend, loves them. Reverend Cletus has spoken. <laughs> Amen, brother. All right. To support my argument, I believe anime, it's a Satan. It's a curse. They also make that weird crap with the tentacles. I don't think it's weird. <laughs> I think it's natural. I mean, my friend, my friend thinks it's natural. My friend. <laughs> Your friend thinks it's natural. So, Cletus? Cletus? Yep. Do you believe Toyotas are the worst thing in this world? I personally do. Do you believe that God would get rid of them? I, I think he would. All right. Fizzywig. Yes. Do you believe compound interest is the worst thing in this world? I do. Do you believe that God would get rid of it? I think if he could undo the damage of compound interest, he would. Yes. And I personally, I believe anime would destroy the world. It Like it already has. So, at the end, we all believe different things. But that's okay. This concludes... I have a funny question. So, if you liked it, you liked it. If you didn't like it, you didn't like it. <laughs> if... <laughs> so, yeah. This also concludes our podcast for today. Thank you, and thank you for watching, guys. Uh, for listening, actually. Sorry, not watching. Um, is there anything you guys wanted to say? Oh, I just wanted to say thank you, Ethan, for having me here today. This is Ezzy Wiggs signing off. What about Kalidas? Ah, uh, same here. Uh, thanks, Ethan, and I'll uh, see you next time. Thank you for listening to the Gentleman Debate Podcast. Join us here every week. If you wish to contact us by email, email us at gentlemandebate at gmail.com. Or if you want to contact us on Twitter, contact us at hashtag gentlemandebate. Music on the podcast has been brought to you by Musicians from Marlboro. Thank you for listening, and see you next week.